wave our hands to him and thank him tonight. of jubilation in our midst. This month of breakthrough, make us the celebrant. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's welcome ourselves. God bless you. You are welcome tonight. The Lord bless you. You are welcome. Hallelujah. Some of you that are farther back, especially this side. This side is okay. This side, but this side, I just a little, just adjust a little. A little, don't let much white chair be in the front. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22 is where we are going to start tonight. The third night of glory, our month of breakthrough. Say, it's my month of breakthrough. Hallelujah. So, if you are there, multimedia can put it there. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Are we expecting it, brother Felix? Proverbs chapter 10 verse, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he had no sorrow with it. 
No sorrow will be harder this month in the name of Jesus. That blessing will give you breakthrough. It will bring pleasant surprises your way in Jesus' name. In this month of breakthrough, you will not be frustrated. You will not be stagnated. It shall be testimony upon testimony for you in Jesus' name. Say to yourself, the blessing of God is upon me. That blessing will guarantee my breakthrough. And there shall be no sorrow in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. No sorrow in my family. Some of you are not even saying it in the name of Jesus. I move from strength to strength. From victory to victory. From grace to grace. From glory to glory. From blessing to blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. I am not going backward. I am marching forward. By the grace of Jesus. Say one powerful amen. Amen. Okay, I'll be talking on what I've tied to. Kingdom breakthrough. That is a blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord, when it comes upon you, it will guarantee kingdom breakthrough. There is kingdom breakthrough for every one of us. God wants all of us to enjoy breakthrough. We are not born again to solve again. We are born again to have answers to our prayer, to have the blessing of the Lord upon our life, and to enjoy the grace of Jesus. The Bible says, in the presence of God, there is what? The fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there is what? Pleasure. How many times? Forevermore. And that will be your portion in Jesus' name. And that's why I'm starting this way. Because there are so many things that are important that will guarantee our breakthrough in life. You are not born again to suffer again, but to enjoy kingdom breakthrough. Kingdom breakthrough is like kingdom blessing. All of us will have breakthrough. After all, how will it be known that we have a God if we pray and our prayers are not answered? If life is difficult for us, don't you think some people will prefer to be an unbeliever? We should have a living testimony. A living testimony is a proof that God is not against us, is on our side. And many people will testify this month that God is on your side. I don't care how confused you are, but God will answer your prayers. It will make life pleasurable for you in Jesus' name. Everything that God made, he made them good. And it's for our pleasure. It's for his pleasure, it's for our pleasure. If it's for his glory and for his pleasure, he has created all those things also for our pleasure. So we're going to enjoy the blessing of the Lord, which is called kingdom breakthrough. Kingdom breakthrough can come in form of a new beginning, a new idea. A new possibility. A new open door. We have been praying about it. It can come in a way that we call maybe progress. Over a case that has been stagnated for years. It can come in form of divine interventions. That, ah, oh, we thank God. God has answered my prayer. That's what we call kingdom breakthrough. When we are talking about breakthrough, we are talking about answers to our prayer. We are talking about results in life. It can come in terms of successes. It can come in terms of successes. You know, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it says, This book which shall not depart from you, you meditate on the day and night, so that you may make your way prosperous, so that you also have what? Good success. God knows that good success is good. So he gave the formula. So there's no point removing yourself from the formula of success or from the formula of prosperity. You have to know 
how the kingdom breakthrough operates. And I'm going to be speaking from Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 and 15. And I will now, now maybe talk on them. And we are going to pray three aggressive prayers. And I pray those message and what I'm going to talk about tonight will enter your heart in Jesus' name. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling to a far country who call his own servants and deliver unto them his good. And unto one he gave five talents, to another, and to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway he took his journey. And so many people have talked about this as parable of talent, but I think it is a parable of kingdom breakthrough. How breakthrough take place in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is like a man, and that man is likely to be God. Gave his servant talent or money. Gave them according to their several ability. So your breakthrough is not coming from any other source other than God. And the first way to enjoy breakthrough is to appreciate what God has given to you. Most time when you are looking up, God is always asking you, look at what is in your hand that I've given you. There's no one that he called, there's no one that will enjoy usual breakthrough without something that God has given that person. Most of the time, we despise what we have and we wish we have what somebody else is holding. Even in the jungle, when he called Moses, he told him, what is in your hand? He said, the rod. That rod is a rod of wonders. Don't drop it. You know, it was like a harder's carrying wood all around. He said, don't worry. With this rope, I will manifest my signs and wonders in Egypt. And you know, the greatest problem he had, maybe in the journey of life, was the encounter he had with Pharaoh and the encounter he had with Resi. I want to imagine a man that is confronting his past. He was chased out for murder. And God said, now I have empowered you. Go back and meet Pharaoh. When he appears, they know his story. And he was coming with a rod. He said, with this rod, prove that you carry something. And he started demonstrating. But then, when they discover, it's like this man is real. What he carry is more powerful. They allow the people to go. But Pharaoh said, wait a minute. What a mistake. I've allowed slaves to go like that. Let's pursue them. And God still told him, what is in your hand? Exodus chapter 14. Why are you crying to me? Stretch that rod over the obstacle. It appears to me anytime we are expecting breakthrough, God is always looking for something that he has deposited in our life. So you are looking for money. God is asking you, I've given you a talent. You are looking for connection. God is telling you, I've given you an ability. You are praying for help. God is saying, what about the help I've given you? Use that app and make yourself a blessing instead of being a liability. Never you underrate what God has given you. It might be your major pathway to your breakthrough. Some people have skill in writing. Some have skill in speaking. Some sink easily. Some can mimic others. Some make people laugh. We have several ability in the church of God. But I tell you one thing. There's nobody in our midst that enjoys special breakthrough without appreciating his God-given talent. You must know what God has given to you. Look, I cannot encourage you enough, but you must encourage yourself. 
you must constantly know that you are not empty. The beautiful part of this story that was that he gave all. He gave all. You might say your own is not much, but he gave you something. There's something that he has given you. And he told them, occupy with this till I come. Use it till I come. Your breakthrough number one is in appreciating what God has given to you. Always look around you. What has God given me? What are the things that I love to do? You know, at times some people tell me, I'm having delay, I'm having problem. I told one particular sister, and I said, forget about this one year extra you're having the university. What do you like to do? This may be a major time for you to discover what you have been endowed with apart from your certificate. It can be something unique for you. It can be an experience that you can never forget in life. I said, no, look away from disappointment. Look at what you have outside this particular career or certificate that you are considering. How many years ago now? Maybe 10 years ago, she's still crying, confused. I don't know what to do with my life. Because she has refused to look inward. Look at her natural endowment. Look at her divine gifting. There is something that God has given to you. He gave them. Say with me, he gave me. You have to believe in yourself and believe that God will not leave you without a gift or a talent that can actually lead to your breakthrough. Never you despise your days or small beginning. Never you despise a small talent that God has given to you. You must recognize it. You must appreciate it. You must blow it. You must be happy with what God has given you. God knows you better. And I'm still going to go somewhere in the last point. But number one, appreciate what God has given to you. No matter how little it is. Don't say, nobody can ever make you with this gift. If nobody will ever make you with that gift, you'll be the first number one that will make it. We never thought somebody can make money by being a comedian. One boy was born. If I describe him, you know him very well. And when he was born and cried, maybe about one month, they put all mark all around the cheeks. Every man. I mean the scatter one. No. It's not somebody that has flesh, but they make sure they put all manner of mark to disfigure the handsome face. And he said he loved acting. And somebody said, people like you, thank you, wala. People don't like to watch them. You can never become anything in acting industry. Permit me to use that word. But today is a multi-millionaire. Because it is not the mark they put on him that matters. It's what God has given him. The divine deposit side that is exploring every day. And today is shining despite the mark. Have you not seen some people that look ugly, but they are good inside? Yeah. You look at some people and say, ah, with this one, we'll see husband. And husband will be chasing the person. Because apart from the physical thing that you see, there are a lot of glory inside that particular person. The truth of the matter is that what you don't appreciate, you will despise. What you despise will live your life. You must begin to appreciate the fact that God is a righteous God and there's a particular divine deposit that he has placed inside you. Number one way to have breakthrough in life, never you forget this, is to appreciate what God has given to you. Recognize it. I know some of you, some of you recognize it. But anytime they talk about it, you say, ah, 
What is that? Call me anything. You can like any. You know, you, you, you talk spitefully, rejectingly, as if you are blaming God. I don't like this one that you gave me. I would have preferred another one that brother A or brother Z is carrying. I don't like the gift that you have given me. You know, apart from your look, there are some people that are struggling with their talent, with their gift. They keep fighting themselves every day of their life. There's no way you are going to have breakthrough if you don't enjoy the divine deposit that God has given you. You know the story? The man he gave one talent, he buried it. He simply was not happy with his gift. And at the end of it all, he was not having any breakthrough or any success. He died prematurely. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Always be happy with what God has given you. Be happy with yourself and be ready to launch from there. Launch from there into your breakthrough. Fan it. If nobody is celebrating, you celebrate yourself. If nobody is appreciating, you appreciate yourself. You know, we always love a man or a woman that is confident with his talent. That's the kind of person we want to watch. Nobody wants to watch an endowed man that is feeling inferior. There's no stage for such man. Because we now say, okay, why are you now coming up? You know you carry something and one won't watch you. And you are just looking down on yourself. You want to see a woman or a man that is manifesting his talent with confidence. And one of the things that help you to be confident in life is for you to appreciate, recognize, celebrate the divine deposit of God. Say with me, I will never despise myself. Whatever God has given me, I will use it for his glory. I will not feel inferior behind anybody or beside anybody. I will celebrate the gift and the glory of God in my life. Hallelujah. Shout amen. amen. Shout amen. amen. Even in time of crisis in John chapter 6, Jesus said, what do you have? He said, there is a boy here that has something. What you have can be a signpost to your breakthrough. What you have can be a leading to where God is taking you to. You may not like it. You may ignore it. You may not want to celebrate it. But your celebration might hide in your potential gift that God has given to you. Stop ignoring your talent or your gift. Celebrate it. And the Lord will give you more breakthrough in life in the name of Jesus. Number two thing that is important for breakthrough is to make up your mind tonight that you are going to live a profitable life. Nobody enjoys breakthrough without purposeful, profitable living. Purposeful, profitable living. What does it mean to live a profitable living? I want to be mind. That's why I say purposeful, profitable living. What actually the scripture says is that go and trade with this talent till I come. Make profit. That's profitable life. Profit. Enough of people just doing things because other people are doing it. Is there a profitable venture? Legal profitable venture around what talent that God has given to me? Is there any legal profitable venture? You can't say you love teaching and you are not teaching anybody. How can you say you are not teaching anybody and you love teaching? My friend, in all labor there is profit. Go and make profit with this talent. Like, come. That's what he said. Live a profitable life. And the man returned after some years. 
and he asked them to come and give the account of their still worship. Because you are given by God and God is expecting you to give account of your still worship. And look at the funny story there. The man that had 10, traded with 10 and was able to gain extra 10. I said, that is huge. Huge. Maybe you don't understand the Bible when you read it. God gave a man one building. He was able to produce another building. He gave him something that looked so small, he was able to double it. That's a huge something. And the Lord said to him, well done. You are a faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Enter into the joy. Enter breakthrough. Another realm of breakthrough. Because breakthroughs, they are in levels. That's why I don't believe that there is new, new level, new devil. I don't believe it all. New level, new glory. New level. The higher you go, the better for you. The space at the top is still vacant. That's the truth. New level, new glory. Don't let anybody tell you that uh, the higher you go, the devil, the higher the devil, the lesser the devil. I know I'm telling you the truth. I've been low and I'm still growing. And I know the higher you go, the better it is for you. He said, well done. You have done well. You have produced profit. Evident profit. So I will take you to another joy, another glory. I will give you. You have been faithful in small things. I will make you master. Over what? Many things. When you live a profitable life, God will commit to your trust bigger things. Bigger things. When you are small things, God will commit to your trust bigger things. When you maintain small things, God will give you bigger things. When you live a profitable life with small enterprise, God will give you a bigger venture. That's what God is saying. When you live a profitable life, you enjoy bigger glory and enter another level of breakthrough. That's what he's saying. And the man that has two also doubles two. And the master did not say, after all, you have four. He also celebrated the man for making profit. That means profit is important for the Lord. You must live a profitable life. The fact that you are born again does not mean you should live a aimless life without planning, without increase, without venture, without business. No, that is not the way we are called. I have given you gift. Go out there and trade with it. Go and exchange it for Falu. Go and make profit. That's what he said. And yet today, when somebody preach on how to do business in church, they say, yeah, they're talking about money. No, we are not talking about money, sir. We are talking about you living a profitable life so that you don't live a wasteful life on the heart. Help us to number our days so that we may apply our path unto wisdom so that we can live a profitable life. At the end of 70, 80, 40 years, we know that, oh, we have not lived a wasted life. A life that is not profitable is a life that lacks breakthrough. Anytime you are moving higher, you are getting another level of breakthrough, another level of breakthrough, another level of breakthrough. Somebody said something to me sometimes ago, and I will never forget. I don't want to mention the person's name. He said, when you are walking in a place, watch me home. He said, and the impact is seen in your life. 
Maybe that you are doing well. He said, when they are considering people they are going to sack, they are likely not going to consider you. That's what he said years back. I didn't have anything then. He said, that is the kind of person that they will not want to sack. They say, this person is making money with his life. But when a man is working for years, there is no result in your, no result in your life. Maybe you just collect salary. You used to drink. Nothing traceable to you. Nothing traceable. Nothing material gain to you. They will say, ah, but what do you want to Tabasake is not going to have effect. I can give you an example upon an example upon an example of people. If you are doing a small job, don't let me mention any job, and people discover that you are doing well, two things will happen. Number one, they want to give you Omar Koshe. Have you noticed that? There are people that have apprentices. There are people that still have more. Parents will carry their awards and say, That's what they will do. And number two also is that a lot of people also will also bring that kind of a job to you. They have said it before that if you enter a mechanic shop and there is no car there, don't stay. They say the probability is that it does not know how to work. But if you get to a mechanic shop and you see so many cars as he's working on this, working on that, charging heavily, the probability is that people believe that he knows how to do this work. That's why he's there. A lot of people will give it to him. How do you get to that level? You have lived a profitable life. You have increased from one level to another level. And because of that increase, you enjoy certain breakthrough that other people cannot enjoy because they have remained on the same spot. They have remained on the same spot. And they will watch you. So you must live a profitable life. And I pray the Lord will help you to live a profitable life in Jesus' name. And the third one is as important we're going to pray. You must eradicate or reject every negative messages about God or about people. It will pull you down. The man that received one talent said, I know you're a hard man. Where did you know that thing? Somebody taught you that God is hard. Somebody taught you that God is against you. I know God. You always reap where you have not sown. God said, I have not come to reap. I have come to bless you. No. Even the talent that you made is for you. But I just want you to be accountable because I'm the owner of the gifts. I want you to know that you are still worthy. You are not the owner of that blessing. He said, somebody told me that you are a wicked God. Maybe I should read it for you. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful for a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Verse 22. I'm going to the one that have one talent. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talent beside me. May you gain more in Jesus' name. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things, and I'll make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Verse 24. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you from birth to be a hard man. I knew you long time, don't they? I know you. You're a very hard and wicked God. And look at what he said. Reaping where you have not sown. Gathering where you have not scattered seed. 
It's only a wicked man that does that. He has not sown, he's reaping. He has not planted, he's expecting harvest. I know you, you are always expecting too much. Nobody can please you, God. And, and I was afraid. What you know will determine your fear and your joy. What you know about God will determine the way you walk, the way you relate, the way you bless others, the way you greet people, the way you come to church. What you know about God will affect you. You see a lot of people today, you ask them, why are you not coming to church? They say, ah, pastor, if I tell you my story, what they know about God. I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, this is what you gave me. This is what is yours. Take it empty like that. Ah! And the master said, I am a hard man, Abby. You have not seen anything hard. You must eradicate every negative belief you have had about God. We have said it at one Bible study, maybe the one that we did last, that the nature of God is goodness. It does not matter what anybody has preached to you, how they have related to you, how they have harmed you, how they have hurt you. Dissociate God from every evil thing that has happened to you in the past. Because it's going to affect your productivity. It's going to affect your breakthrough in life. And the master said, I will judge you by your word if I'm hard. Why are you not afraid to give me what is mine without interest? Why don't you put my money with the bankers? And at my coming, they will give me interest. You say, I always want reward, harvest. Why don't you do something better? You say, take the one talent from him. That means you don't need it. You don't appreciate it. You believe I'm not worthy to be your Lord. And put this servant into an outer darkness where there is weeping and glashing of teeth. So take the talent from me and cast the unprofitable servant. You know, I told you you have to live a profitable life. Into the outer darkness, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This will not be your portion in Jesus' name. And I love verse 31. Everybody look at verse 31. When the Son of Man come in his glory and all the holy angel with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. Put on verse 29. It's verse 29 I want. Put on verse 29. Let me see verse 29. For everyone who asks, more will be given. Say, I will receive more. I will enjoy more breakthrough. I have something. I am not empty. I am grateful for what God has given to me. And he will have abundance. This is how breakthrough comes. Everyone who believes that he has something, he will have again. So all of you that are saying, Kosi Kosi, stop it all. The beginning of poverty is for you to believe that you have nothing. Good earth is a gift. It's a gift from God. You know that it's a gift from God. The fact that you have good earth is a gift from God. Even good look is a gift. It's a gift from God. Everything you have has been given to you as a gift. Don't say you have nothing. Because you don't have money, it does not mean you are, you are empty. You are loaded and you are blessed. And never you believe that you don't have anything. Celebrate and recognize what you have. Live a profitable life and eradicate every negative teaching from your memory about God, about human being. I know one way or the other you'll be disappointed. When one pastor 
one bad man, one bad woman. But that does not change the nature of God. God is constantly good. His nature is goodness. So don't associate God with evil. Don't say, I'm even tired of God now. I don't want to believe anybody again. I'm not saying you should believe him, but believe God. Believe his nature. He's faithful. The Bible says, even if we deny him, he will not be unfaithful to his nature. He is a good God. Forever he will be good. So never you like let anybody change your opinion about God. That has been the number one message of the devil from the beginning of Adam and evil. He told if God is not good, if he's good, he will not tell you don't take this apple or throw it from this tree. He knows the day you eat of it. You are going to be like him. God does not want you to be blessed. He just wants to use you. That's the message of the devil. He has not changed his messages. And the woman saw that this thing is good. Why will God deprive me from this fruit? And hurt it. If it was deceived, and Adam follow. And look at what happened. The same message is here in Matthew chapter 25. I know you are a hard God. You are a wicked God. You reap from where you have not sown. God said, what you have in your hand, I'm the one that gave you. I pray you will not walk against God. And if we have abundance, watch it again, and from, but from him who does not have, who says I don't have, even what he has will be taken away. Take that one talent and give it to a man that is having ten. A man that is having ten. Not even the man that is having four. A man that is having ten. That is why you have to live a profitable life. You have to climb the ladder of success and become profitable. That is how to enjoy breakthrough. It's easier when you are successful. Success is, is like rabbit. They beget each other. That is the truth. One success will beget another success. Will beget another success. You never imagine how you are going to get everything. Just start with one success. One success will give out another success. It will give out another success. It will be given out another success. That's how success. They are like rabbits. They give back easily. But once you are a failure, you are not successful, it will seem nothing is working in the whole country, in the whole world. That's how it looks. You must strive to live a profitable life. In every area of your life, in your relationship, over your children, in your business venture, in what you are doing, in time management, Lord, I am profitable. I'm, I'm putting so much into my time so I can live a profitable life. See, all things are mine. God is on my side. I can never be frustrated. No matter what you are going through, remove every negative teachings. I know they say God is coming to kill you. They say God can't come to kill me. God is good. Three ways to have breakthrough. Number one, know that God has endowed you with certain gift and talent. Appreciate it. Celebrate it. Don't feel inferior and use it. Number two, make up your mind and prepare yourself to live a profitable life on the heart so that when you die, you will die empty. You will know that you have actually spent yourself, invest yourself. You have actually emptied yourself into what God has given you. So you will make impact because you are living a prophet. Don't dodge. This is not a rehearsal. This is a real life story. 
You are writing your story right now. Live a profitable life. A life that is full of assignments. Full of economic activity. Make sure you are living a... No matter what anybody preach. Live a profitable life. And number three. Eradicate every negative teaching about God. I don't care who taught you. Anyone that says that you don't know God. God can be wicked. Remove it. Don't let that put fear into your mind. Because fear will paralyze you. It will never allow you to have breakthrough. You will never want to risk anything. Because you are afraid. What if I fail? What about this? What about if this thing happens? And most of the time, most evil that we are expecting, they do not happen. Somebody says, fear is believing in evil reports. Believing that evil will happen. That good will not. Faith is believing in good reports. That the good things will happen. That is what faith is. And for you to believe in faith, you must believe in God. That there is God behind the sin that will help me to achieve results. This month, you will have breakthrough. God will help you. Nothing will be able to stop you. You will move forward. You will live a profitable life. As you are thinking about it, God will perfect it. And perform wonders for you in Jesus' name. Your expectation of breakthrough will not be cut short. It shall be real in your life in Jesus' name. Rise up on your faith. I want to pray tonight. I want to pray tonight. Raise your hands to heaven. And begin to thank him. Let's start with thanksgiving. Thank you for the gift that you have given me. You know me. You know my capacity. I am grateful for my endowment. I thank you for the opportunity. For the divine giftings. Some people never thank God for their giftings. We tell them, sink more. They will say, ah, Emil, my currency. Do the drama more. I never count it. Until somebody else is doing wonders with it. When God gives you gift, probably you are not the only person that he gave it to. He has given it to other people. So you must celebrate it. Go ahead and thank God for the gift and ability that God has given to you. It does not matter how small, how little, how big. The gift of God are without repentance. God has given it to you. So go ahead and thank him for the divine gift. All of us can shine. All of us can rejoice. All of us can be happy. All of us can glow together. All of us can be happy. Go ahead and thank him for the gift of God. The gift of God in your life. Lord, I am grateful for the divine endowment. I'm grateful for what you have given me. Lord, I'm sincerely grateful for what you have given me. What you have given me is more than enough. It's more than enough. Lord, I'm grateful. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord. Are you opening your mouth and you are thanking God? Thank you, Lord, for where I am today. Thank you, Lord, for your divine deposit. Thank you for your divine gift. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Every negative teaching that has been planted by the enemy in my brain against God, I will put it in Jesus' name. Go ahead and begin to pray. Every negative word that is affecting me that I have had, negative teachings that is putting fear into my heart, that is not allowing me free worship, that is not allowing me to relate well, Every negative teachings because of my background in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I remove them from my subconscious mind. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. In the name of Jesus. Every negative, erroneous teaching against God, I approve it now. I approve it now. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I separate myself totally from my evil past in the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray and pray and pray. I don't care what your background is. God will not consult your background to bless you. Every evil past, every painful experience that I've passed through, Lord, I separate myself from it. My past will not affect me. In the, go ahead and pray and say, Lord, I separate myself from my evil past. In the mighty name of Jesus. I separate myself from history that does not favor me. I separate myself from every history that will not favor me. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will not be limited by my past. I will not be limited by wrong teachings. Open your mouth and pray. Make up your mind. Breakthrough start from the mind. It starts from the mind. Every negative teachings, negative word, I break loose from them in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. I pray for you tonight, you will not be defeated. The devil has one short memory. He will always replay your mistake to you. That is the devil for you. He will say 200 times. You must make up your mind that whatever it is that has happened in your past is not enough to limit you in your future. Human being will re repeat it to you, but you must speak to your mind that you're a new person. You are moving forward. Oh, you have invested before and you lost. That does not mean anything. That's just one simple mistake. Roots became great by not remembering the past. She kept moving forward. Roots was... A mobile woman from generation of allotry. But Ruth became somebody very great because she was not relating with the story of her past. You have to tell yourself, my future is more important than my past. No matter what has happened to me, I can still wake up and wake up the giant in me and still become a great personality. And nothing will stop you in Jesus' name. No man will be able to stop you. I pray for you, no devil will stop you. Even your own mind will not stop you. Raise your hands to heaven and say, Father, nothing will stop me in the mighty name of Jesus. It's not about what people say or what people are saying or what people will say. It's about what I know. My future is more important than my past. What is ahead of me is more important than what is behind me. I let go of the past and I move forward. I move forward irrespective of people's opinion. I move forward, I march forward. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that will create fear in me, I uproot it now. In the mighty name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I'm remembering some people that do not even have what we have and today they are great personality. I remember one man, Pastor Matthew Ashimolo, that had only primary C certificates. 
can speak very well and he develops himself. Now, you may not like anything about him, but I love that ruggedity. Pick himself from nowhere, educate himself by reading book, develop himself, and today he's having a university. Can you imagine that? Little, he received little from his parents. See what has come out of that life. He's over 70 now. So if that man can rise that fast, what is it that will stop you? Every negative picture that is putting fear in your mind, the Lord God of heaven will eradicate it. I pray for you tonight you become unstoppable. Even the evil past will not be able to stop you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Joseph was cheated several times. Joseph, look at Joseph. He carried food to his brother. And they say, let's tear his dress. Let's sell him. Let's kill him. He had it. Not that they planned it at his back. They planned his barrier in his presence. And he was looking for them in the jungle with food flask. They hate the food. And he said, we are murdering you. He thought they were joking. Until they put him in the pit. Life directs. Not that they said it at his back. They said it in his presence. And when they thought about having mercy, not to return him to his father, but to sell him far into Egypt. And they told him, we will know what will become of your dream. In other words, you are hated because of your potential, not because of who you are. Most times we think, eh, they say I'm bad. It's, at times it's not about who you are that many people will hate you. It's about what you carry, where you are going. The enemy can see it even when you don't appreciate it. They know you are going to become great. So every full attack is on you. Instead of you strengthening yourself, you are also attacking yourself. He was sold. And he became an houseboy. He celebrated boy in his father's house without coat of many colors again. And he started serving his master as a slave forever. Yet also he was hated. The enemy saw his potential. He was thrown into the prison. And for the prison, God moved him into the palace. And when his brothers saw him later, they could not recognize him. He was far, far away from his past. How do I know this? When they could not come near him, he said, don't be afraid to come near me. You did not send me here. God sent me here to preserve life. Don't hold anything against yourself. That was a man that can free himself from his past. Do you know some of you that are still holding a lot of things against yourself? He was telling his brother, I have forgiven you a long time ago. God's hand is in it. Can you say to somebody that offends you that God answered in your offense? How many Christians can preach that and say, ah, when you offended me, I praise God. God's hands in it. When you cheated me, I thank God that you cheated me. If you did not cheat me, I would not be wise. God's hand is in it. How many people can say that? He said, I forgive you. The brother find it difficult to believe that he has forgiven them. Even when their father died, they came back, they sent a committee to him. They say, our father said, forgive your brother. He said, am I in the place of God? After all, I've been blessed. Far, far beyond what you have done. I pray for you tonight. The blessing that will surpass your heart, the Lord will give it to you. Yeah. I say, I'll be hot. I can never forgive. You will forgive. Oh. You will forgive. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I will not carry hearts. I will not carry bitterness. I will live a great life. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
I will not be bitter against anybody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Please go ahead and pray. Because there are so much you can receive from God that can over, overcome your difficulty and your pain. You have to free yourself from entanglement of the past. No matter what people have done to you. You have to free yourself. Come and free yourself. God can bless you beyond your imagination. He can bless you far, far above what people have done against you. Ah, they have done this, they have done it. does not matter. God can reappoint you, celebrate you, and promote you. I will not carry bitterness. I will not carry hurt. In the mighty name of Jesus. I know you love somebody and they disappointed you. You have to make up your mind. There is nothing anybody have done that will change me. I will not carry hurt. I will not carry bitterness. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. For whatever evil you have gone through, God will turn it for good. God will bring out glory out of that shameful experience in the name of Jesus. I pray for you tonight, you will not be disgraced, but you will have testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, raise your right hand to heaven. Say, Father, I will live a profitable life. My life will not be without results. You have to make up your mind. Go and trade with this till I come. My time will be profitable. My talent will be profitable. My investment will be profitable. Go ahead and make up your mind. Like a businessman, pray for yourself. I'm going to live a profitable life. When I look at back at my life at 70, at 80, I will thank God for my achievement. My living on earth will not be empty. Open your mouth and pray. I'm going to live a profitable life. I will be satisfied with the journey. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to live it. Breakthrough is living a profitable life. I'm going to live a profitable life. No excuse for failure. I will succeed no matter what. I am going to succeed. In this journey of life, I am going to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus. In whatever I lay my hand upon, I am going to succeed. No failure in the mighty name of Jesus. I am marching forward. I am moving forward. I'm going to live a profitable life in the name of Jesus. I will live a profitable life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, raise your two hands to heaven with aggression and say, I will not be an unprofitable servant. I will not be unprofitable servant. I will not be a fruitless servant. Lord, I will be a profitable servant to the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to say it. I will not be an unprofitable servant. I refuse to be an unprofitable servant. Yes, there will be credit to my name. Profit to my name. Go ahead and pray. I refuse to be an ordinary person. Even in Abundant Grace Church, I will not be an ordinary citizen. In that, that is the way to live. You have to be aggressive about it. You have to be aggressive about it. I refuse to be an ordinary citizen. I refuse to be an ordinary person. This little life of mine, I'm going to make it count. I'm going to make it shine. 
Open your mouth and pray. You have to pray. I'm going to live a profitable life. A life of impact. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Two more prayers and we take the communion. When they are talking about unprofitable servant, somebody said we should remember two things that the master said. Number one, the master said, wicked servant. He said, you are wicked. When you are not making profit, God will not see it as only that you are lazy. He sees you as a wicked person. Can you see that now? When you are not doing what you are supposed to do, God sees it as wickedness. That, that word to me is heavy. He says, you are wicked. You are wicked. If God is putting something to your mind to do, and you refuse to do it, God sees you as a wicked personality. Can you see that? Are you not afraid? Maybe I walk into the church and God put it in my mind to clean the altar. I'm not saying me asking you to do it. I'm not saying pastor asks you to do this. But God puts something you have for you to do and you refuse to do it. God sees you as a wicked person. That's what God says. If God wants you to help somebody and you refuse to help that person, God sees you as a wicked person. And God cannot prosper a wicked man. That is the lens at which God sees you. If God gives you a talent and he say, go and make profit with this like come and he say, God say, you are wicked. That's the way he sees you. A wicked man is a wicked person. Wicked person. I said, there are two things. I don't know whether it's more, but somebody was asking me. I said, there are two things that God taught me like. It's one that was asking me in the, in the anniversary. Or where the anniversary. I said, God taught me early. That a good man is good even to his own animal. Watch it all. A good man is good to even his dog. A wicked man is wicked even to his own animal. I say, if God says a good man is good to his own animal, why will I not be good to my wife? If a good man is good to his animal, a good man take care of his dog. I will not take care of your wife. If you're a good man, that's the standard of the Bible. A good man will respect his animal. Me and my wife watched a video clip of a, of a boy that was about to ride a horse and he started slapping the horse. Maybe you have seen it. Beating the horse, flogging the horse, did everything to the horse and climbed the horse. And you know when you climb the horse and you want the horse to move, what do you do? You open the mouth. And when you open the mouth, what do the horse do? Huh? Bite the leg and start pulling him all around the feet. My wife said, the person that's video this thing also is a wicked person. How can you be videoing the horse? They say, oh, Mark, ma. Because even the animal know when you are good. Animal know when you are good. They say, feed a dog for one day. It will remember you for 10 years. Remember you for 10 years. Even the dog can bite, but we not bite someone that is feeding him. That's the truth. We not, will not bite. So the Bible says the unprofitable servant is wicked. And you have to be very careful if you are poor to be sure that wickedness is not in you. Because things that make people poor is wickedness. It's not lack of money. You are wicked. You are not willing to help people. That's why you are poor. Good people will be blessed at all times. Whether the person is high, whether the person is low. When you are good, you will be blessed. 
whether in church, outside the church. I've seen somebody helping someone for the first time and that person link him up for job. You just help a stranger and the stranger happened to help you. And some people will walk away from helping people. Watch it that your religion will not turn you to a wicked person. You, it must not be seen you that you are wicked. Whatever you can do to help somebody to be good to humanity, do it. That's not standard. That's not holiness. That's wickedness. That's wickedness. If they choose you to represent a mother of a bride or the father of a bride, you don't run away. If you run away for that person, it is wickedness. If they call your name, Duro, because you have told him that you are going to stay as your mother, don't run away. Don't run away. That's wickedness. Don't say, I'm not sure whether their marriage will last or will not last. If they have told you that, Baba Mioniwa, my mother will not come. You will be my father. Be there. Be there. It's an act of goodness. The Lord said concerning that man that he is wicked. I pray that in your journey of life, nobody will describe you as a wicked person. It does not matter how good looking you are. If you are wicked in the heart, you can't go far. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I take from the nature of God, I will be good to people in the mighty name of Jesus. And I will not be wicked. I will do good as much as is lying within my power to do good in the name of Jesus. We have to be constant about this. Not about holiness or religiosity or something. We just must throw the nature of the goodness of God into human space. Lord, I receive grace to be good at all time in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Number two thing that the master said concerning him is that he is lazy. He's lazy. Matthew, Matthew 25, maybe verse 26. He said, you wicked and lazy servant. Maybe that is why I hate laziness. There's a lot of words for lazy, lazy, lazy people in the Bible. And God does not like it. But his Lord answer him, you wicked and lazy servant. And lazy servant. When you are lazy, you don't have breakthrough. When you are lazy. There must be an element of hard work in you. They say, Pastor, I'll start it again. They say, anytime you are preaching about work, you are always emphasizing it too much. Yes, oh. Because a diligent man is a blessing to his employer. A lazy man is a total disgrace. Not only to his family, but even to people that hire him. Raise your hands to heaven. In this month of breakthrough, I receive grace to be diligent. I will not be lazy. I'll be hardworking. You are a blessing when you are a hard-working person. I receive grace to be diligent. Lord, grace, I will not... When you are a lazy person, you beg all the time. A diligent person can be here for some time, but he will stand on his feet. Lord, I receive grace to be diligent and not be lazy. I must be productive. I must be hard-working person. I receive grace for diligence. I receive grace for diligence. Diligence is a man's precious possession. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 27. Put it there, and we are going to round up right now. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 27. Don't forget this in the month of breakthrough. 
Proverbs 12, 27. Are you there? The lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting. A lazy man will not maximize opportunity. But what happened? But diligence is a man's precious possession. A lazy man does not maximize opportunity. He look around and say, there is no opportunity anywhere. And I lie, oh, opportunity has just started. For a diligent man, there is opportunity. A lazy man does not maximize his potential. Don't forget this verse. Proverbs 12, 27. If you want to write it down, write it down. But the possession of a diligent man is precious. It will maximize it and turn it to gold. I pray for you this month you will not be lazy. I pray you will not be idle. I love diligent people. And I pray God will give you grace to be diligent in Jesus' name. We will not celebrate idleness. We will not celebrate laziness. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. I am not a liability. Can you say it very well? I am an asset to my organization, to my family, to everybody I come across. I am not lazy. I am diligent. I am hardworking. I am able. I have capacity to do more. Open your mouth. Don't celebrate weak hand. I receive grace to be active in the name of Jesus. I am diligent. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, let the breakthrough that we're expecting, let it go round. Let every one of us enjoy breakthrough from glory to glory. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.